What's up, guys? Welcome to the podcast, and thank you for joining me. So it's you and me. I'm solo on the mic today in this uh, new episode that's going forward. So got some cool stuff I wanted to share with you on this solo episode. I'll have to admit both I'm really excited, uh, but also nervous at the same time of going forward with uh, what I want to do here. So I'm going to give a little bit of a backstory into um, this solo episode, what I'm going to be doing moving forward with the podcast, and definitely, um, like everything, I am not married to any ideas of this podcast. I do this because I love conversations with other people and bringing insights into it. But the other kind of flip side of the coin of the podcast that's been so inspiring and impactful for me is the lessons that I learned from these amazing people and the work that they're doing, hearing the stories and the experiences that they've gone through. Um, a lot of the real kind of gold that happens with the podcast is oftentimes off camera. It's either the things that we chat about beforehand or kind of afterwards. Uh, I can't say how many different times I've, you know, we finished an episode and then I've continued to talk with my guest on the show for another 15 or 20 minutes because we just keep going over more and more stuff, which eventually usually leads into um, setting up another episode and going into it as well. But a lot of those things um, outside of the recorded time, I've learned so much from. I've implemented into my own life. I've talked with uh, guests about it and other people that I work with. Also, you as listeners who have reached out, given feedback about it, asked questions. Um, it's it's really one of the most powerful things. So along with just the depth of conversation that happens, uh, also the lessons and the applications that happen afterwards. So what I'm going to be doing is uh, along with the guest interviews that I'm going to be doing still every week, I also want to do a solo episode. This is the first uh, one of hopefully many that I'll do going forward about the biggest takeaways that I found, um, if I've spoken with anybody about their big takeaways, just to give a little deeper insight into um, the podcast. Uh, you know, information and knowledge is so valuable. Um, hearing stories, hearing insights, it's so powerful, but it's only as powerful as how we can apply it. Um, you know, as my friend Brian Grasso says, like Bruce Lee moments, like take, you know, what's useful and, you know, leave out what you don't need at the moment. Oftentimes talking it through it or writing it out or, um, you know, exploring it a little bit deeper actually gives you an idea of what is most useful, what you can, uh, you know, make applicable for you right off the bat. So that's what I'm going to do on the physical side, the mental side, the spiritual side of strength. There's so many different things that I'm interested in that I'm working on that I do with my private clients and my business, as well as these conversations on the podcast. And I want to share these with you. So if there's any insights or anything that you can apply directly into your strength program, then hopefully it will be a great value for you. So to give some framework and uh, a little bit of a format into how I'm going to do this is at the end of the 2022, a few weeks ago, uh, I did a 42 lessons of connection. This was a long, uh, wide list of different things that I learned from many different episodes and conversations that I had with people on the podcast. So I had it like over 60 and then I narrowed it down into 42 to keep it around like a half hour time frame. Um, but what I wanted to do is I'm going to be taking some of those and going even deeper into why it was such a big lesson for me, how I've applied it into my own life, as well as how I've seen other people that I've worked with or I've spoken to applied it into their life. Um, you know, we, we learn from stories. We learn from connections all the time. So that's why I think podcasting is so powerful is because hearing 
other people's, not just their knowledge and what they've learned, but the stories and the experiences of how they've used what they learned. That's when it really, that's when it really impacts you. And that, where that's when you can familiarize it a lot more because we're all human. We're all trying to become the best versions of ourselves. And we learn the most through stories. Uh, so with that, I'm going to dive into the first couple of the lessons that I went into and um, and speak about a bit. So uh, if you haven't listened to that full episode, it was a quick kind of one to two minute explanation on all the different 42 lessons uh, that I did. It's out right now. Please go back and listen to it. Um, it was really a blast to do. And uh, from the people that have reached out and given feedback on it, um, you know, you got a lot out of it. So if you haven't listened to that one, I would go back and do that. Okay. So the first one uh, that I wanted to dive into is this has been the foundational staple of the last couple of years of my life. And it's something that is a core value that I've tried to instill in anybody that's seeked out my help. And that's check in with the world before you check in, uh, check in with yourself before you check in with the world. I'm already messing it up. <laughs> I'll say that again. Check in with yourself before you check in with the world. Okay. Um, first time I heard this specific phrase was when I read uh, Matthew McConaughey's biography, Green Lights. Uh, if you haven't read that, it's a great story. Really inspiring guy, um, you know, from Hollywood, but he's so down to earth. It really goes into the depth of his own personal growth, not just his career success, but when he talks about this specific, uh, particular phrase, I think he says he has like 30 years of journals where he would wake up in the morning and he would just write. Um, anybody who's journaled for a while, you know, it's not always coherent. Most of it is just kind of, you know, stream of consciousness, just dribble that pops out. But I've been a a journaler for many years now. Um, it's been one of the biggest helps for me in my life uh, because for most of the days that you go through a very stream of consciousness, like it's not coherent. A lot of times you're just getting out just fog and cobwebs out of your head. Um, I've actually gone back and read journals before. No joke, 75% of it, I can't even write because my, or I can't even read because my handwriting is so terrible. But I, I remember the gist of where I was getting at. And some of it is very embarrassing. Some of it is just um, negative self thoughts that sometimes you get out. But there's also a lot of clarity. There's also these big moments where you see clearly what are the things that you're trying to accomplish. Um, since I've started my business Breakthrough Secrets uh, over about a year and a half ago, um, there's been three or four major moments in journaling where I've spent the rest of the day really breaking down the things that I wanted to do. It's helped me direct this podcast. It's helped me direct um, my individual clients, my group clients, my whole business with everything. And those clear, there's close clear days don't come without a shitload of foggy days in there. Um, and the only way to do that is to check in with yourself before you check in with the world. So first hour of the day, like that morning routine, not looking at your phone, trying to make it as much about you as possible. And what I've done really recently is this doesn't just apply to the journaling aspect. I think it's a great um, modality. It's a really great exercise to do as a journal um, is uh, journaling, but it's not the only thing that you can do. Um, one of the things that I've done is I'm on a nearly everyday training program uh, from now. So this is actually a, um, something that I spoke about with Brett Jones, my coach, who's doing a very similar thing is I'm doing something physical every single day. The intensity, the volume that I'm doing it for training will definitely vary. That where, that's where more in-depth of intuitive training comes into practice uh, for me. But 
right now, my check-in with yourself before you check in the with the world is bigger on the physical side than it is even on the mental side. Um, I know that when I do something physical, I do an iron cardio uh, plan uh, with kettlebell training, either on like a right lane, which is a lightweight, maybe 15, 20 minutes, or I'm feeling really good. All right, I want to push it. I want to um, increase the intensity. That's when I'm going for maybe 30 or 40 minutes working in some barbell technique, or it's just going for a long walk in the silence, that or a light run or a light jog, but every morning doing something physical. For me, that has helped me just check off one major thing each day before the day really even gets started. Um, It puts me in a right mindset so I can do the business practices that I need to do to do the connections that I want to do and also just enjoy the rest of the day. Um, So this has been the biggest foundational uh, change over the last couple years that I've done that has made a bigger impact on me than anything. And it's not the easiest thing for everybody to jump right into a new morning routine and wake up. There's a struggle. Anything that you change in your life, there's going to be some uncomfortable uh, feelings behind it. You know, we don't grow through comfort. Um, But if you start applying this, even a 15 or 20 minute practice into your morning, by yourself, getting into a journaling or even doing a uh, stretch routine, strength routine, uh, mobility or yoga based routine, something physical to connect uh, you with your body. I think it's the best thing in the world to do. So that's been something I've been working with and I'm going to be doing that for the foreseeable future. So I wanted to bring this up and kind of kick this off with that because it's not just the journaling practice. I'm a huge proponent of that. I've had a lot of conversations with people about it, but it doesn't need to be sitting comfortably sipping coffee in your pajama pants and writing out uh, journaling practice. You can go into a physical uh, physical training, and I think that's even a better aspect uh, for this for this lesson. Okay, uh, and get green if you haven't uh, read Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. I would definitely recommend it. Jump into that. Okay, the other one that I'm going to talk about today, um, and we'll close at that is. The term that I use on it is keep promises to yourself. Um, this is, I brought this up and I wanted to dive deeper into this because this is one of the biggest struggles that I'm, I've gone through and I'm always going through um, is I overcommit myself to things throughout the day. I have a lot of ambitions that I want to aim for. I have a lot of different goals that I'm trying to pursue all at the same time. I have physical training goals. I have, uh, you know, mindset uh, development uh, goals. I have major business development goals that I'm trying to 10X and, you know, build up into it. So every day I have a lot that I want to do, but actually breaking that down into the things that I know I will do, those are two different things, okay? So I've said this in the past before that I I am a phenomenal person at if it's on a to-do list, I get that shit done. Like I know how to go in and check that stuff off and do it. I, I did that for years when I was a manager at another club and I would go in and I would all, all these things on the day and I would check them off. And every time you check it off, it was like a source of pride that I had, you know, it's like, oh, I'm good. I'm a hard worker. I can get this stuff done. But what happened with that is I realized that I was getting these things done, but then when I would go back and I would review like what I felt or what I, or how how good I felt accomplishing it. I didn't remember a lot of the things that I did on the list. I was just so into getting tasks done that I actually didn't realize that I wasn't getting much out of it. I was just kind of like a a glorified admin in many ways. But when you're trying to develop yourself, you're trying to develop business, whatever you're doing, and there's a creative side of it is you need to get, it's, it's a, 
it's a deep thing. You can't go wide with it. Um, so what I've had to learn to do is to really keep the promises that I make to myself and know like nine out of 10 or 10 out of 10, I know I'm going to get this done for the day. And I've actually shortened up a lot of my to-do list uh, throughout the day. There might be three or four things on the day when I used to think I needed to get nine or 10 things done for it. Um, what I realized is when I was over committing myself and I was do, uh, trying to do so many things, there was always a few things that I left off or I didn't get to. And in my own head, I felt like I was a failure. And I was like, I can't get through all this stuff. And what happened is I started to not trust myself. And that's even like on a macro scale, on a bigger scale, when I talk to people about getting started in their strength training or the nutrition program, oftentimes it's it's not that we have struggled committing to a program. It's that so many, we've failed and we failed and we've struggled to uh, succeed in these plans so much that it's made it where we don't trust ourselves that we're going to get these things done. And I think that's the biggest thing on a mindset shift, a mindset shift that you can do is be trust yourself more than you trust anything else. And the only way you do that is you, you do what you say you're going to do. And the way that you do that, if you're not accustomed to it, is don't put anything on the list that you know is not nine out of 10 or 10 out of 10. You are 100%, you're confident that you're going to get done. Okay. It's that old cliche of don't do it till you get it right. Do it till you can't get it wrong. What I've told my clients is don't put something on the list. If you know that there is a decent chance that with everything else that you have going on in your life and other priorities, that it might fall off the back burner. Okay. So there's, it's a bigger thing in our own mindset of trusting ourselves more than anything. The biggest people that I've seen who succeed in everything that they do, not just one or two things, but they have just a success mindset is they trust themselves that when they do something, they're going to get it done. And the only way you do that is you just work on it day in and day out. And you just build that up and you don't overcommit yourself to things. You know, the power of saying no and knowing it's not that it's not something that's of value to you, but you know that with the bandwidth that you have, you're self-aware enough that you know, okay, I can't get to this right now. So that's why this has been those two things I wanted to start with in these solo episodes, because these have been the biggest things that have helped me, but also the things that I'm still working on day in and day out, um, especially keeping promises to yourself. So getting into a pattern where you trust yourself more than anybody else, um, a coach, a boss, a colleague, a spouse, whatever it is, you know that when you commit yourself to doing something, you know that you're going to get it done. That is a superpower that is beyond any tactic, beyond any strategy that you can possibly implement. I love all the different modalities of developing strength, um, all different modalities of nutrition, of business development, all those things and stuff. They don't work unless you trust yourself and you keep the promises you make to yourself. Okay? So I'm going to close out on that one. Okay. Really appreciate you guys listening to this one um, and taking this in. Uh, I'm excited to do these more and to dive in and speak to you more directly as you go forward. I've got some really exciting podcasts and interviews that are lined up. Don Moxley, Dr. Mike T. Nelson's uh, coming up. A lot of really um, fun things that are going to be diving into deep. So thank you for being on this journey for me and uh, with me and I'll, uh, I'll talk to you guys soon.
Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you found some great value here. And if you like this episode, please drop a comment and leave us a five-star rating and review. It does more to build the show than you can imagine. And do not forget to check out and join the Strength Connection Facebook group. In this group, I share the biggest takeaways and lessons from these amazing conversations, as well as training and strength tips for pursuing mastery and fulfillment in life. This group is filled with individuals looking to take full control over their strength, and it's the perfect space to explore new ideas and to share your journey. And you'll also get exclusive access to the Strength Connection Mastery Seminars. It's a deep dive into the physical, mental, and spiritual training that you can begin using immediately. So do not wait. Go now. Seriously, go. I much love to you. Thank you so much, and I'll catch you on the next one.